I can't hear you. Oh, we can hear you. What's that? What's that? Nah, man? there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, he came in. It was like, but hey, look, today we got hanging out with us, Peter Gunn. That's man. not like you that know? intro music, man. That was fire. Hey, yeah, shout out to my guy, man. He made that for us, uh, you know, just like right before. So we loaded that up for you, man. Like he made Duh. that himself. But, uh, now, are we are we on Instagram or no? No, nah, no, nah, we're not on Instagram, right? We just uh, we just okay. live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Okay, I'll put that on Instagram later. We'll get this back up there. Yeah. All right, so let's do it because that's the only one I really, you know. But shit, let's go, baby. Let's get it. Don't rock with it. So, man, you know, definitely appreciate you for hanging out with us, man. So, where you tapped in with us from? You know, where you hanging out at? Yo, I'm in DR, man. You know, a very good friend of mine that I grew up with from from a kid. It's her 50th birthday. She asked me to come out, perform, and hang out. And she she brought me out here. She's like, "What you want? Nothing. Just this your birthday gift from here, baby." Okay. So here I am, DR, baby. <laughs> All right, so wait, so you the birthday gift man? You know, she, you know. No, I, I, no, no, no. I'm sure she getting some real shit. She, she a boss. She getting some real gifts. I'm just saying that I'm going to do what I do for her for free because she's my family. So I get up there and do my one, two, my little one song. It was a little song, you know what I mean? Grammy, Grammy nominated, Billboard song of the year. Yeah, uh, Soul Chain nominated two million copies, but it's just, it was just a little song. Let's go, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we appreciate you for you know what I'm saying, Not tapping in with us like that, man. That's you know, got to put a handle on it. Grammy nominated, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate that, man. Like, we should won that Grammy, man. I told the Beastie Boys, I sent them a message, give me my Grammy because they didn't have a record out that year. That's when the Grammys was, 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 was I don't want to say racist, that's not what. Well, that too, but I mean, that's what I mean. Like, come on, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, they was out of on this particular thing, they was just out of touch at this time. They used to go with the name they knew, so they just picked Beastie Boys because they knew the name instead of doing their due diligence and seeing that there's no way the Beastie Boys what song the Beastie Boys had out in '98 that you think was bigger than Uptown Baby? Damn, that's shit. I mean, it was just name, like they just was, you know, name recognition, like you said, like that was back. So I think at some point in life, you gotta start holding artists accountable, saying, "Yo, nah, we ain't deserve this. We ain't even have an album out that year." Here go, here you go, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns, or here you go, Big Pun, whoever was nominated that year, give it to them, man. Sometimes you gotta hold the artists accountable. Facts, facts, facts. I mean, you know, and that's not what they, you know, they don't even do that nowadays. So what do you, I mean, do you watch the Grammys now? Like, you know, by you nah, having, a, no, wow. Not, not really, man. You know, uh, the year we won the Grammy, I didn't even go to the Grammys. Jay-Z and uh, Damon Dash hit us up and said, stand down. Grammys is not respecting uh, hip hop. We not going. They not showing our awards during the, during the ceremony on TV. They not showing our performances. They show that shit. They, they only showing the pop and rock performances. So we, I stayed home the night of the Grammys, and he was right. We ultimately lost, but I always felt like my, I participated, even if just a little 2 3% in how they changed the game, and, and now you see rappers running the Grammys. Facts, facts, facts. I mean, you've been a pioneer of a lot of things, you know. Uh, you know, just, you know, we ain't going to get too far in, deep, in depth on this, but, I mean, you're the pioneer of love and hip-hop. And that's why. Like, nah, <laughs> I couldn't take credit for well, that. You can't man. take that. You can't the take that. Well, the show was on for a few years before me, and Stevie J had his situation before me. But 
I'll take the pioneer and real storyline. How about that? That's what I'm saying. Right, right. That's what you know. Real. Don't... You know what I mean? Because a lot of people get on there and they be goofing around and playing around and lying and not a storylines. Guns was giving you the real. It was some it was a little Hollywood. Hollywood always gonna throw their little sprinklets on it. But yeah, my storyline is real. And not that I'm proud of it, but you know, if you wanna if you want to talk about reality, that's what my shit was. Facts, facts. And I mean, you know, and it's funny, you know, before we get, you know, it was funny because, you know, I was asking everyone like, you know, I was like, hey, man, what y'all, you know, you heard of Peter Guns and all the guys was like, wait, the guy off Cheetahs? And the latest was like, hey, you know, is Tara baby dad? You know what I'm saying? Everyone wants to know about Tara. You know, I was like, man, so that's a crazy, you know, like. It's a way. dynamic. Yeah. Yes. I love it though. You know, Cheetahs is growing legs. People, I walk down the street, people know me from Cheetahs now. I love that. You know, at first it was just Creep Squad. Yo, hey, how's I got a doing? Action about that too. Doing? <laughs> so now I'm now I'm finally getting some love for cheaters. You know, I tell people this about cheaters. My friends go, "How you going snitch and be a <laughs> <laughs> right?" That's what I'm saying. Cause all the guys is like, "Hold up, man!" You know, what I'm but all the ladies love you. Let me you explain know? something, man. I'm an analyst. You know how football players and basketball players retire and they go on ESPN. I'm a I'm a retired cheater, so I'm just an analyst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephen A. Smith of the cheaters. <laughs> facts, facts, and I mean, you know, and honestly, like that's when I started watching. You know that, like you say, that's when you know it was real. You know, like you say, you know, like that was once. You know, when reality TV first started hitting, you know, mainstream. You know, so that's like um, so. Shout out to Darrell. We got um. So we taking you know, over live. We're taking some comments. So we got Darrell. He says Peter Guns, the legend, man. And you know, thank you, Darrell. Appreciate you. And he, we gonna get into this because you know, backstage we got a little, you know, got a little history lesson on you, man. Like how you got this name, you know. Uh, that was pretty cool. So you know, not you know, but yeah. You know, well, so know coming that. up, coming up, I was, I was the uh, the happy kid, dancing, singing, rapping, doing all that. Things got real. You know, I had a kid, young, 17, got a kid on the way. Uh, stuff like that was going on. So then I, my rap name was Pete Lover. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, back in the day with Lady Love, you know what I'm saying? You coming oh, back. Pete Lover, boy, I had two dances. I was, I thought I was the light-skinned Big Daddy King. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, that was my guy back in the day with Big Daddy King, man. Yeah. So then, you know, I had a cousin out of town in Virginia that was bringing guns up to New York. And I didn't want to do the drug hustle thing because, like I told you earlier, I had older brothers and cousins on drugs. So I didn't live that that life that, you know, some of the rappers rap about in the 80s. I was getting in the 88 and Jay-Z and all of them, you know what I mean? I had the other side of that. My mother was dealing with my brother's older brothers that was drugging and shit. So I did something that was uh not 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 much better i started hustling guns when my cousin was bringing from virginia and i got caught and once i got locked up and came home once i got out of got out of jail i came in the building this rest in peace mr paul said uh your name ain't pete lover no more your name is peter gun wow so i went to the studio and i told Tariq, yo mr paul called me peter gun i think i'm wrong with that Tariq said put a z on that watch it <laughs> yeah okay i mean so so you know so that was like what you call what would you call that a street given name uh industry like how do you, you know that name how do you, you know how did you accept it 
you know, like, did you play the role? Was it a role that came with it or? Yeah, you know, I accepted the name because uh, he called me that, but it, it really wasn't, if I'm being honest, it wasn't the, it wasn't who I really wanted to be. That wasn't who I was at the time. You know, I was really trying to do the, make music for the ladies. I was, I was into Kane and LL Cool J and, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted the streets to understand what it was. It can go left if that's what you want. Right. But I like the, the streets and the ladies. And I always admire Big Daddy Kane and LL Cool J for having the streets, but the girls loved them. And things just was, it just was at a time where things just started going crazy for me. And the name just fit. And I just, it just stuck with me. But to this day, I struggle with the name a little bit, man. You know, it's still, it's still like, you know, it's still a struggle. You know, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of people have gotten killed. A lot of bad shit going on out here. I'll talk about the little youngsters with the drill music. And it's like the audacity, you nigga. Your name is Peter Gunn. Shut the fuck up. Right, right. Well, you got that real New Yorkish right there just came out there, man. That We heard that New York accent. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, you, you, you know, so do you think that name holds you back? You know, like you said, you know, it was a role given, given to you. It was a name that, you know, you actually acquired. So, you know, um, you know, originally I used to try to spin it. Like why they named you guns? Cause I spit rapid fire. I used to do all this shit, but the name, you know, it was incredible. I had a, I had a song, a, a TV show called son of a gun with my son. It was my son's show on MTV with Nick Cannon. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, go back and look it up. Corey Guns had a show called Son of a Gun. Oh my God, Corey Guns. And um, it was, they was giving us a hard time at MTV because of the word gun, but Nick Cannon pushed it through and it, it worked out. Because his thing is, it's just a name. But I'm sure the name hinders me. I'm right. sure it hinders me in certain areas where people might want to book me or. Or, or use me for something and they'll be like, wait a minute. I got a campaign called Guns Against Guns where I go around and tell youngsters the, the dangers of, of, of guns. Not, not the dangers of the weapon itself. Getting caught with it. The laws, how they set up for us to go under. Mm. And what happens to you when... See, see, people always go, oh, guns kill. Guns do this. They don't tell these youngsters. Not our people. Not our right. youngsters. And I don't have a... 501c3 this is all on love and from my heart wow i do it's literally me telling you when you go when you get caught you're doing three to nine in new york and when you go to fucking rikers island that's how many people get cut on the island they got more people on with hiv on the island than the whole new york city wow you never come out the same mentally you're more likely to be killed by a gun if you got one than to kill somebody there's like certain statistics that these kids don't know. You're going to be washing your ass and your dick in front of other men in the shower with a bunch of butt-necking niggas. You got to come in and part your ass and let a man look in your ass, make sure you ain't got nothing. They right. don't tell the kids that, that you just, oh, guns kill. Nothing. Tell them the shit. Right. Tell them when they go to jail, how niggas in there telling you better have your mother send me some money or do this or do that or I'm going to do you dirty. You got you to gotta give them the whole spiel. You can't just give them the guns kill. We all know that. Right. Tell them the other side of it, the uncomfortable shit. When you get in there and you got to get naked in front of those ladies and part your ass cheeks so they can look in there and see what you got anything in there. And then you shower in front of niggas. Then you got a nigga telling you you can't get on the phone. 
So you came to call home, say nothing. So they don't do that part, you know what I mean? They just do the they do the glorification. Or, you know, so I that's what I do. But again, the stigma of the name probably has prevented me from stuff, but it's it's such it, what am I do? I can't run from cheetahs actually makes me use my real name. My real name is Peter Corey Panky. So they be like Peter Panky, host the cheetahs. They don't even want me to use the name guns on the show. So that makes sense. Cause I mean, you know, hey, if my daughter came home with a um you know, the permission slip from school say, hey, you know what? We're having uh inspirational speaker, Peter Guns. Hey, bro, I'm showing up there the next morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is what I will tell you, though. You know, sometimes, you know, my uncle was a drug addict, right? Mm-hmm. Dope fiend. And he used to help me with my homework. And he used to give me advice. And one thing he used to tell me was ignore the source, but absorb the content. Because I used oh. to look at him like, yo, you dirty, you nodding and shit. Get out of here. But he was extremely intelligent. So he used to always tell me, all oh, Peter, ignore the source, but absorb the content. So mm-hmm. I give that advice to you, my brother. If somebody showed up to your school that been through some shit, ignore the source, but absorb what he's saying, because he knows, you know what I mean? He's been through some shit. So sometimes that's what it is. Facts, facts. You know, and that was one of the reasons, you know, like, especially with, you know, with our group sports talk with friends, our brand, you know, we want to get the voice out, get the true voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's one thing that I admire about you. You know, you wear the name, you know, that's it, you know, because, you know, media society makes us, you know, feel like, feel bad because of the role we have to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and I, you know, I like that. Like you say, you know, you got guns for guns. That is a great spin on it. You know what I'm saying? That's showing you guns against guns, guns against guns. Sorry. Right. That is, that is great. So you just, you got to do that. You know what I mean? You can't be out glorifying it. I don't like the fucking uh, the, the drill music. I don't like it at all. Niggas is rapping about killing and smoking somebody that's dead. And, you know, that's that's just, you know, and, and I can't say I didn't play a part in, in being a conduit towards that type of music. I'll be a hypocrite. But I don't like it. You know, somebody's dead. I think dead is off limits. Kids are off limits. But thanks. The problem with it is that it's just deep seated. So once you go into this kid and you say, yo, why would you diss my dad? But he dissed my dead friend and this one killed my cousin and this one killed my pop. The shit just so deep seated that mm-hmm. it gets like that. But something got to give, bro. Cause no other culture would, no other race, no other nationality would ever accept that. It would get no airplay, it would be on no algorithms, it'd be banned. But because it's us, we get to self-destruct and talk that crazy shit all we want. But let it be another nationality that would ban it. It wouldn't be on the radios, wouldn't get no play on TikTok, Instagram, none of that. But they get to get on these blogs and talk about their beefs and make records about it. And nobody says nothing. You know what I mean? It's sickening, bro. It's Do I take a question here? So, uh, Darrell, he says, which borough has the best rappers of all time? I mean, so I think that, you know, just, damn, man, that's hard to say. I mean, honestly speaking, I always pride myself in the Bronx. If you don't want to say the best, that's cool. But you got the most inspirational because all the rappers outside of my borough uh, will say Grandmaster Kaz and the Cold Crest Brothers and, you know, the Furious Five inspired us. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take the most inspirational uh best rappers just depends on your taste in music and in my opinion i'm leaning more towards queens because of nas and uh ll mm-hmm. cool j it was very inspirational to me but that's not to uh biggie and and uh jay-z is not to be ignored 
And neither is a fucking Wu Tang Clan out there stacking. And neither is Cameron and the Dipset in Harlem, you know. Dipset. Dip <laughs> so, but uh, with a gun to my head, I gotta go Queens. Okay. Nice, nice. For me, for Peter Guns, only again, only because um, of LL Cool J and Nas. But it's close because you got Big Daddy Kane out there in Brooklyn, you know. But it's also, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a little biased, hard for a Bronx nigga to pick somebody from Brooklyn. <laughs> real talk, real talk. Well, I mean, you know, you was like, and it's funny because you know, you really talking about like once again pioneers, real hip hop, true, you know, music, true MCs. You know, like nowadays, it's all riding in my car. Like, wait, what this guy just said? You know, you know, you know, man. Listen, at the end of the day, you got a couple good ones out there that got skills. You know. One time I had made fun of the Migos with my daughter. How'd that go over? This is a true story. She loved the Migos. And I was like, this was a while ago. And I was like, they not saying shit. They... Right. And then I listened to these niggas. They can actually rap. They don't. They got skills. <laughs> no, listen. I be thinking niggas be dumbing it down on purpose. <laughs> I heard these niggas spit some fire. I was like, oh, these niggas, they understand. We're going to play dumb for niggas sometimes. So I don't know. They they make some good songs and good music, but they can actually rap. Um, You know, you got a lot of good ones out here. I couldn't go into to a bunch of them. You know, dudes out in Buffalo, uh, Benny the Butcher and all them dudes is dope. You got a lot of dudes out there, man, that's incredible. So I don't want to say everything. But them, it's being monopolized by a lot of trash. I'll say that. I don't want to go into that. And yeah, then, just, again, I don't care how good you are when I hear you doing that drill shit. It's just, yeah. The drill shit is just too dark for me, man. And I'm from a dark place. I'm from a very dark place in the South Bronx. So it's not, it's it's just that it's dark in terms of um, self-destruction. Makes sense. Self-hate. You Once you reach a certain age, you start, you know, I want that positive vibe. Analyze things differently. So, you know, before I take a quick break, you know, I got to ask you, you know, since we're on this hip hop thing, you know, this rap kick, uh, you know, do you listen to East, I mean, West Coast music? Because that was a big thing. You know, it was like back in the days, you know, West Coast didn't listen to East Coast rappers, rap. Uh, oh, that's not, 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 not for me. Okay. Not, okay. not for a lot of East Coast, a lot of East Coast niggas. They could front all they want. Niggas was listening to Dre and Snoop and them. They couldn't be ignored. Good music is good music. You could not ignore the DJ Quick. I could, you could not ignore him, man. Yeah, yeah. sir. <laughs> Whether you agree, if you liked him as a rapper or not, you couldn't you couldn't ignore his music. Hell of a producer. You know what I mean? Easy Ice Cube? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Niggas <laughs> can say all that shit they want. Uh, yeah. Too short and them saying whatever they wanted to say. Digital right. Underground, niggas was doing the Humpty Dance. Oh, Wait, hold up, my <laughs> shit, man. I had a fucking nose and a little kid with a big head, man. So now, Tupac, nobody was talking like that until Tupac came and did the whole, you know, East, when that East Coast, West Coast thing and sugaring him at the source was, nobody was thinking like that. Before that, niggas didn't give a fuck where it was from. If it was hot, it was hot. Mm -hmm. That was what started the separation, but um, that's I was when laughing at it. started. Tupac's first rap name was MC New York. I heard he was like, you know, I know he was big in New York. I know he was rocking in New York. He's in New York. He's in Baltimore. He's West Coast. Then he went over there. So 
it was it's it's he's just a genius, bro. <laughs> he was just a Facts, bro. Facts. He's a genius, bro. He's a marketing genius, and he did that. But you know, I don't think he did it in I don't think he did it with intentions to really like separate like that. Right. To, to me, Tupac had a thing where he one day he'll be positive, hold your head up, and then one minute I'll make my full four make sure all your kids don't grow. Don't grow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending okay. on what side of the bed that nigga woke up on. <laughs> hey, I guess that's a, a New York cat though, for you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because yeah. I heard you know, he was born in New York. But we also got to keep in mind his age. I think if a Tupac today would be. Man, he'd be so instrumental in what's going on in our in our communities, and I think things are believe it or not, I think things would be a lot different with him. Yeah, man, I give him that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, with that being said, you know, I love Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> My friends be like guns, pocket big. You know I gotta go big, man. Yes, sir. Hey, you know, right? You know, what I'm, saying? I'm a bigger fan, but you know, it's pocket. Like that was the only time, you know, I, I had. I had some good hair. I love them both, show. man. But with the and I had shaved my head when he died. That was the only time as a kid I shaved my head for Tupac to cook, you know. So yeah, I would say I was I was fucked up when he died. Listen, I'm gonna give you. I'll admit something to you that, that I never said before. Yeah. I didn't like him before he died. Really? I could believe that. When I mean, he died. I, mean, I went that, back and had to go that. analyze and listen down to his music and, and realize his age and what he was going through. And I felt guilty for not, you know, for really. Listen, I was writing dish records to him and everybody on the West Coast because nobody on the East Coast was responding to these niggas. And I was, I didn't, I was a nobody. You know what I mean? There was no Uptown Baby yet. I was just this kid in the Bronx. Like, why nobody saying nothing to these niggas? Right, like, yeah. Yeah, so. (laughs) So, but when he died, I went back and I was like, damn, bro. I was in Soundview Projects and and they announced it on the radio and I got chills like literally like damn yo wow it wasn't a hate to the point where I wish a nigga to die you know what I mean right 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 you lost a soldier it was bro. a rap hate it was a rap it was a it was a sparring hate it was a you know it wasn't a die bro you know like that that was very it fucked me up and then tell you it made it worse that video came out. Mm-hmm. I'm but not I, mad at you. Mm-hmm. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad. And then he was in heaven. Oh yeah, hey, that yeah, that played yeah. on a lot of people' heart My man. nigga heart. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I cried. I cried. I had tears come out my eye when I watched that video. Hey, because of how I how I felt about him, and then that happened to him, and then I went and you know that makes you look in the mirror at yourself, bro. We can't hate each other, bro. Not at all. We got to figure it out. Wow. We can't, bro. That's what they want us to do. Hate each other and, and kill each other. And that's why that going back full circle is no other nationality would let that drill music ride except ours, bro. Hmm. It couldn't happen in China, Jerusalem. Facts. Facts. All couldn't right. happen nowhere else. Couldn't happen in Iraq. Us? Oh, yeah, let them, they, you know, let them kill each other. And facts, they and, they, buying, and they make they money. Keep buying our souls and keep buying our songs, and hopefully one of them die, and we can sell more records and cash out. Worth more, worth more did. Right, exactly. And then they pay the police to come and police us. So, but man, we gotta pay some bills. So you know, we'll take a quick break and uh, bring our guy to you know on the show with us. But uh, 
yeah, you know, we'll be back. You know, y'all keep these uh, comments coming. We're going to be back with more of Peter Guns. What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man, go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Snap, and we are man. back with more of our interview with Peter Guns, hanging out with us with Way and Dr. Man, like uh, sun's always out where you at, man. I, I got, I see the shades. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not sunny right now, but it was fucking blazing saddles earlier. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we just got our guy too uh, tapped in. He's from Boston, uh, the home of uh, Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams, big beans, you know, city of champions, but we don't root for none of them over here. The Red Sox, the fucking Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Peter, man, no bull crap, man. When you, when I heard that you was coming on, dog, lit my eyes up, man. You are inspiration, man. Thank Born you, bro. Healthy, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. I used to live in Boston, man. Oh yeah, whereabouts? Whereabouts? One forty-four Seaver Street. My cousin was up there. Okay, okay. Rockberry, my 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 mom's and them thought. It was bad in the Bronx, so they sent me to Boston to stay with my aunt. They ain't no Roxbury was worse than the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. Is I'm at Dudley Station selling you loose joints and shit. Hey, definitely where you go. You'll see everybody trying to sell out there, man. Anything and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so you know. Question. So right now, like you've met a lot of, um, you know, you met a lot of celebrities. You know, um, have you ever been starstruck, like over anyone that you've met? Yeah, man, I, I, I have several opportunities to sit down with Denzel Washington, mm. and right. I was starstruck over Denzel because, you know, come on, I ain't gotta explain that. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> really, sit down and holler at him and chill with him on several occasions. You know, we had the same attorney, but my attorney died. Uh, me and him had the same attorney, but he's my attorney, Ed Woods, passed away. Rest in peace, Ed Woods. Wow. And uh, so I, I had a lot of conversation with Denzel. You know, we'll share some of that down the road. But Denzel Washington, uh, Prince. What? The GOAT himself? Yeah, you know, uh, Shelby J sings with Prince. Now, I've had plenty of opportunities to meet him through Shaq because everybody. You know, Shaq's my, one of my very best friends, my son's godfather, Corey's godfather. Wow. I don't know, but I, uh, mm -hmm. one of the Prince's background singers introduced me to him. I was starstruck. But it takes a different caliber of celebrity to, mm -hmm. to uh, get me starstruck. For the most part, I try not to. I try not to uh be starstruck because you get your feelings hurt you know there's certain yankees and shit that i would see and they would be arrogant to fans and i'd be like oh fuck that i'm glad because i'm the type of dude if you rude to me i'll smite smack the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> my god i like how you I listen i literally had a situation with like that recently with um somebody that was arrogant to me and it it was another reminder of why i don't say shit to nobody and it was at the uh, tycoon thing. 
Meech's son was a little arrogant, and I and I was I was a little disappointed because I like him, and I was just trying to let him know, y'all fuck with your pops back in the days, for shacking him, he was a cool dude or whatever. He was, he was in, like the character he is on the show, he was in that kind of, mm, right. off a lot, you know, because I I fuck with the show and I fuck with Fifty and I'm I love him, but so it just that was another reminder of why I don't never approach people. But I really literally approached him to tell him I was proud of him and let your pops know I said, what's up? And he was like, it's a little arrogant, man, and you fuck with me. And I, I was like, that's why I don't do that. That's minded, you know? All right, all right. Well, I mean, you know, we see that role, you know, in your cheaters, you know, because, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of women, you know, we did a poll, ask, you know, ask a lot of women, and they were like, uh, you know, how can I put this? Because you're always fighting. You know, you're always fighting the guy who, you know, the no. <laughs> So I got like, into two or three. Two or three. <laughs> so is there one that, you know, like really, really got under your skin? Like any cheaters episode that really got under your skin? Yeah, it was one where it was. So I had got called in for exactly what you're saying. Guns, you you the host. You can't be getting to these scuffles. <laughs> You know, but there's a certain a certain amount of tolerance that I have for people talk to me crazy. Facts. So what you see on TV is only like a minuscule of what's being said. What? They just fucking with you through the whole shit, but they can't show. They gonna show whole shit. They gonna just show the set it off part. So, but there was one particular dude. You know, I had got called into cheaters to stop the instigating and fighting. So. I said I would. In the very next episode we shoot is this dude that's that's really aggressive towards this girl. Like literally, like hand happened. Damn. So I'm like, I get the wind that, you know, so he's a young dude. He's like trying to do um uh training. He had a business card and everything. Yo, guns, I'm trying to get my training thing off the ground. I thought doing the show maybe could let people see me and I could, I was like, I don't know if this is the platform for that, but cool. Go for it, young man. He black turned this thing on. But when I saw him being aggressive towards the girl, I was like, yo, bro, you can't do that. Right. You, you know, that's a woman. And, you know, so he kept going. So I pulled, producer pulled me to the side and said, yo, he's beat her up before in real, you know, in real time and fucked up real bad. I think they say he might have fractured a rib or something. Shit. Damn. So when I'm talk, so when I go back to talk to him, I say, "Yo, bro, it's not a good look, my nigga. You can't." Right. Cameras is rolling at this time, but I'm trying to talk to him off the camera, and he goes, "I hit niggas too. What's up?" What? Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, bro. that's all you would have said right there. Bop. Problem is, I had just got the warning from the show. <laughs> So you did the prison since the prison was off, and then you had to play right, But I tell the security niggas stand down for me, because I also told the show if a nigga if a nigga go first, right? I go. And they said no. If you go first, then you get to go. But you can't be out here instigating. So now the very one opportunity that I get for the show to have my back, because the whole world would have been cool with me and this nigga scrapping. <laughs> he calmed it down and went. I don't fight niggas. I shoot niggas. I'm like, that's what I thought. Uh, see, yes, exactly. Back. Hey, definitely gotta give a guy a uh, shout out to my guy, man. He's uh, definitely entrenched in the brand. You just seen him, uh, Peter. Give a shout out, Kai Robinson, man. Peter Guns in the building. 
love to you, brother. Yeah, former running back for the uh, same. We see a tapped in baby. But um, so I'm, I have a I have a uh, actual cheetah story. I was at the railroad. It was a little club out. Um, yeah, you know, around near, you know, in Oak, somewhere in Oak Cliff, Redbird area. But and you know, it's it, it, things happen fast. You know, so I didn't even know that cheetahs was in there. You know what I'm saying? So the chick at the bar, you know, and she came like some kind of way. They came in. Oh, you know about this one? You remember? Was I there? Yeah. And the, the chick was talking, and you know, it was at the bar. You know, I was there. It was the craziest thing. I was like, what, two years ago? It was a couple years, whatever. But yeah, long yeah. story during the pandemic. Yes, yes. And she, you know, they were talking, and they were like, da da da. And the chick grabbed the bottle from the uh, bar and smacked on the head. I said, ooh, yeah. So yeah. So I'm just saying, like, things really happen fast doing that. Like, listen, I only get the call when it's time to go. Okay. Well, it's so how? <laughs> it's go time and it only happens once it's quick and we up out of there and i don't get to see it just on tv and most times i don't i don't really people will call me or i catch the clips but yeah very fast <laughs> <laughs> so i mean Especially so how does so somebody want to fight me or do some bullshit so how is it how was it like you know you know how was that call before you know is it like you know you call, you know, because it was a fire hydrant. Everyone's just hanging out in a fire engine until someone called in. Like, how does that call work with cheetahs? Do they call well, like, hey, Peter, we got somebody? We got we got the both. We got both of them out. We know where they are. It's go time. They're going out. What's up? I'm like, all right, just tell me where to meet. And then I come to the wherever we are. They got my little drink that I drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promoted but they know what i drink and i get my little sip on and get ready they come in and bring me the laptop show me what they got show me what what footage they got of them together and then they're like yo guns it's go time i'm like let's go and we pull up <laughs> wow that's, i called it pull up yeah so they, anyone that's listening they, they, came, they came and did a show on vh1 doing the same thing tammy and them they got a show that's similar to cheetahs they were using my Using my lingo a little bit, you know. You know they gonna call the lingo, man. You got a good lingo, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you credit to yourself at the end, man. <laughs> hey, it's just it's your bad, but it's definitely a cheetahs. Uh, they try to call it the new cheetahs, but cheetahs is still here. Yes, sir. So we still here. Facts, facts. So anyone that has any intentions or any plans of coming to Dallas, when I first moved to Dallas, you know, it was like, bro, cheetahs is here. <laughs> What the fuck you mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit, every I, I, you know what I'm everybody cheat. You know what I'm saying? They're like, no, bro. No, like, when I got when the I, call to do cheaters, they was like, you got to move to Dallas. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Why can't I stay in New York? We shit, don't they? They was like, it shoots in Dallas. But this time, we're shooting in Dallas and we're shooting in um, Vegas. Oh, oh. Oh, that should be interesting. Never happened in Vegas. Remember that shit? Yeah, it did. Mm -hmm. I, got <laughs> I got proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you ready? He ready, ready. I see. He like, boom. Yeah. He's Man. So That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, all right. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't even get to get after that one, man. Like for real, because you know, like, like that cheetah thing is really taking off. You know, it's really, you know, got some, you know, some legs on it, and um, and yeah, you know, and and that's like the way all guys know you, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how all the guys know you. So it's like you know, how you know? Is it like the police? You know, when you see the police come up, you're like, oh shit! You know, you you, you put your seatbelt on. You know what I'm saying? You, you you put your thing out. You know, you're looking straight. So when guys see you walk in the room, do they look for the cameras behind you? Yo, nah, no, they know better. Fuck! At that point, I might be watched. What <laughs> matter is, is that it's 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 a funny situation because, like you said earlier. They used to be like Creep Squad or Where's Tyra, Where's Amina. Now, it's like guns. Tell me you ain't got no cameras with you, bro. You know, it's a <laughs> never-ending joke. Like, yo, I, you ain't got no cameras with you. So, yeah, but I'm glad that people are, are, are seeing it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm happy that people have seen it or, you know. Fact, because, I mean, you, you, like, you transcended that show. And, you know, it's like I was just told to watch out for it. But, you know, when you actually got on there, I heard about it. And I think it was a rumor that they said, yeah, they picked the uh, guy who cheated on 13 women. Is that, is that how that No, went? man. <laughs> I mean, the hey, that's right, so The world only knows me for cheating on two women. <laughs> now, if you want to go through my lifetime, <laughs> 13 is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I, let me tell you something. I've never been faithful in any relationship I've been in ever, to date. Hey, you need to write a book, man. You know, well, hopefully my girl ain't watching this. You know, hey, baby, sleep, go handle the baby. Hey, we need to talk a little bit more, man. You need to drop me some gems. <laughs> I'm keeping it real with you. I'm I'm at a different stage now. I'm in my 50s, so now it's time to chill. But I'm telling you, I've been, you know what I mean? I was just, women are beautiful, man. I couldn't help it. I was around like a wild animal off a leash. Some people are better than me. They, 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 they were able to hide it or do their little thing, keep that at what it was. Chick understand, they understand. Some people have understandings. Me, I didn't have no filter. If I saw it, I wanted it, and I did what I did. And I'm not proud of that now, looking back. But I've, I've broken a lot of hearts. Uh, on again, I've never been faithful in any relationship I've been in. And I, I've, you know, as of recently, and I won't give no names out there. I got my feelings hurt. What? Somebody no. told me that they. Did they little thing? They let a nigga. They let a nigga hit that from the front. Yo, shit so fun when the rabbit got the gun. Not at all. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> So I mean, on your love, I mean, you know, we've heard of the key cards, you know. So, what's the most petty thing that you know a woman, you know, done to you? You know, I'm pretty sure you had the car key, um, you know, what underwear stolen. I mean, you know, what what's the, you know, what has happened? Man, that's too many. Man, I have to go through my mental rolodex. I've actually had a woman. Y'all ready to hear this crazy shit? Yes, we are. I've actually had a woman take a condom out my garbage can and take it to the chick who I was with. Mother. Wait, no, wait, not the mother. Hold on. (laughs) This is on the life of my kids. I will not lie to (laughs) y'all. Sorry, even though I didn't get it. I told her, she busted in the house, saw me and Shorty, whatever, whatever. She came in. I said, nothing happened. I had no idea. Went in my trash can, got the used condom out, which is crazy because I never use those. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happy. 
just so happened that I used one and uh, grabbed that and took it to uh and took it to her mother's door. I guess she was going to tell her boyfriend where she was at and what she did, but her mother ended the door. So instead Ooh. of her boyfriend, she was like, Oh, this is where your daughter is right now. This is what's going on. Wow. Weirdest, craziest shit that ever happened. I say that has to be the craziest by far. Yeah, that's that shit that I've seen on TV. Yeah. <laughs> he was you trying to write that up in a book. But, but, <laughs> right. but moms answered the door, so she told moms. I'm like, my nigga. <laughs> I man, woman, and child bring a fucking used rubber to my mom's. It's, I'm going that's, to jail the rest of my life. Fact. <laughs> fact. I'm, look, I'm getting one of my cousins, my, my friends, one of them gonna whoop her ass for that shit. Like, yeah. yeah. And, this day, I'm, I reminded her of it recently. She was like, "Why are you still talking about that?" I said, "Cause it's the craziest shit. It's somebody from years childhood, girl." But it's a true story. Wow. Yeah, you know that's what, that, like I said, that's what we want. You know, like you say, we got the Peter Guns keeping it real. So, I mean, you know, you said that you've never been faithful. You know, you've had a lot of uh, women. So, everyone want to know: Do you love Tara? I do. Oh. Yeah, I do. I mean, I love her to death, man. That's mine. You know, listen, if I could have married anybody, it'd have been Tara. Could have been Erica, my ex, too. My, I got two daughters in New Orleans. But the thing with the thing with it is you, I did so much damage to Tara that it's just hard to read. She would never get over it. We argue about it for the rest of our lives. It was fucked up. It's just crazy. But yeah, that's that's the one that's that had a hold on me more than any, you know, more than anybody else that I've been with. Yeah, she, she had a she, yeah, I still, you know, I love Tara. Tara's dope. That, that was a very TV she's answer. Amazing. Yeah, I love Tara. Tara's dope. You know, but yeah, she's I, amazing. I, and she's amazing. I seen a picture. I mean, I seen a clip. You know, my girl, she was like, Man, you gotta see the clip. You gotta see the clip. And I was like, okay, okay. Oh, like, ooh. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> clip? When where will you have walked in and you know, well, you got caught. There's only one clip. Which one? And I got caught mad. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so mad time. You gotta see, gotta let him know which one, man. It's mad. I don't, you only watch that one. Was you put up in the studio? Yes, in the studio <laughs> action. Went to the studio on him. Yeah, that was that was a rough one. Yeah, I, I, that's I, why I, I, I came clean. I was like, yeah, I did. And then Amina, Amina was fucked up because she was like, "Did you?" Tara's like, "You ain't eat my pussy," and I and I told you, "Eat my pussy." And let me sit on that. And I was like, yeah, I did. And then the mean the lost. Yeah. Oh man, those was, was the old shit. <laughs> hey, you know, take, had to take a quick trip down memory lane right there, man. You don't have to take a quick trip. That's but, when I was a bad, bad boy. Now I'm a good man. I'm trying to get my shit together. Hey, and that's I'm how pray. it happens. You know, let's you, pray you, real quick, guys. What'd you say? Let's pray on it. But, <laughs> right, we had that moment of silence. <laughs> But man, I mean, so you know, I want to know because I seen how you was looking, you know, after you was, you know, putting out there, spilling all the beans. What was it going through your head? Cause you know, you had a like a steady look, like fuck. You know what I'm saying? It was a very rough time for me, man. All jokes aside, I'm joking and laughing with y'all, but it was a rough time because I didn't take into account my kids had to go to school, my family had to go to work, and people fucking bashing them like, yo, your father's disgusting. He's the worst. Or, What's wrong with your brother? So every Tuesday was rough for me because I knew that after Monday night, 
it was going to be rough for my family, wherever they, what they had to do. Wow. So it was rough for me. At one point, I didn't come out of the house for like a month, man. I was just like, damn, what the fuck did I get myself into? So it was rough. Like that look you saw on my face was very bad. I got thin. I, you know, I lost my hair. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna blame that on the hit the show. <laughs> <laughs> You did have some hair. You stuck. All right. So, but, uh, but so- in actuality, uh, it's how I was living. So I can't even blame the show. I can't blame nobody but myself. It's how I was moving. Facts. Facts. All right. You talk about moving. So, you know, uh, you was recently down in Houston for uh, 50 Cent's uh, Tycoon Party. Yeah. So, um, what is your distinct memory? Because you know, all thing that I've been hearing, you know, is about Trey Songs being banned and uh Ray J. He's um on probation. So who was your crowd oh, with? Listen, when I was there, I got there early. You know, I'm I'm older, man. I got there. Me and Roy Jones came together. Oh shout out to Alize, shout out to Roy Jones. Me and Roy, Roy Jones pulled up. We did Bill Bellamy's podcast, and then we rolled in together. I came with Roy Jones. Roy, Roy Jones was signing some memorabilia, and and I guess we had you know, green lit. We told 50 we was going to pull up. We pulled up. I shook 50's hand, hung out with Yayo and them. I didn't really hang out long. I saw the strippers and saw everything going on, but I also saw a lot of dudes. And it was a lot of dudes and there wasn't a lot of girls. And I just felt the the, the energy. You know right. Well, it was the fact was like, hello. And I met a couple people I really love. Shout out to my man Self, Creep Squad, and and uh, a few, a few celebrities, and then I told you I had this situation with, with uh, with with, with I don't know his name, Lil Meech from Power, it rubbed me the wrong way. So my my whole shit was thrown after that. I just left. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like that definitely pissed me off too. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I, I don't like that being talked crazy to, talked down to. Like yeah, you know, it wasn't a, it, it, nah. First off, let me stop you right. Give me something different. I, I, you, I love you. Nobody's ever gonna talk crazy or down to me. They got me. You gonna hear that an ambulance came and picked me up, or vice versa. I'm right. never gonna have nobody disrespect me ever in life. It was more of just an arrogance. It was arrogant, like like I right, bro, like like he didn't yeah, say that, yeah. but just like turning his face while I'm talking to him type shit, and just rubbed me the wrong way, man. Like I'm just cut from some different shit. So I was like, let me just go, man. You, Fuck me up a little bit. You mentioned something earlier in the, in the, you know, in the conversation, you know, and it made me think back, you know, like back in the G, you know, in New Orleans, you know, we had G codes, you know, and it's, you know, it's like, you know, just code of the streets, you know, it's like stuff, you know, stuff people don't do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, y'all, do you think? True. But my, it's, I blame myself. I told you, I don't fuck with niggas. I don't know like that. I don't go up on nobody. Right. I'm cool with a lot of big celebrities. I hang with celebrities. And when I see these niggas acting like groupies over them, I'm like, God damn, when niggas do this for Right, right. I've right. seen niggas groupy over Shaq. And, uh, you know, I saw some dudes act so groupy over Nas one day. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, niggas can be worse than girls. Right. So I never do that. But when I saw Shorty, I had a flashback of being literally Shaq taking me to a party to meet his dad and meet all, you know, the dudes from from BMF. Right, 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 right. right. These niggas getting so much money, they had a house next to Shaq's. Party at a party in Miami, and we went to fucking party. So Shaq is introducing me all of them. So this is the first time I've ever seen anybody connected to him besides Blue. 
Right, right, right. I ran over to Shorty to be, be like, yo, I'm proud of you, man. And tell your pops I said, what's up? It was just an arrogance that I can't explain. It was almost like he was in show mode, like TV mode. Right, 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 right. And I was disappointed. In, in, and it's cool. You know, everybody, I, I don't hold him to it. You know, he's young. He's getting money and he's popular. And, he, you know, maybe he didn't know who the fuck I was. Maybe I was just an old nigga getting on his nerves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You had one of the shades, though. You had one of the shades when you went up to him? Nah. Nah. Nah, that's total disrespect by But the thing with me is I don't take that. I don't take that. I'm a different dude. I'm the same with everybody I meet. So it don't matter who you are. I'm going to treat you with the same respect I would treat somebody I knew. You know what I mean? Especially if they say I'm proud of you, young man. Right. Yo, I'm cool with your pops. Tell him I said, what's up? And I'm getting on your nerves. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that was a thing. You know, that was a thing you do. You know what I'm saying? You you know, you spec, you know, it's like you meet people respect, you know, hey, if you're some, you know what I'm saying? I like approach you like, hey, I'm proud of you. It was like, hey, you know, yo, I appreciate you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Again, listen, I'm going to tribute now? to I'm an old nigga getting on his nerves or whatever it was. I don't know, man. But at the, I just don't, you know, it's, yeah, I'm, but, it's probably you know, wrong. I don't do, I, I, honestly speaking, I blame myself. I normally don't go up to niggas and say this stuff. Niggas, I don't know. If I don't know you, I don't be like nothing. You got to show me some energy in order for me to do. That's normally how I rock. But if I see the energy is there, by all means, what's up, brother? How you mean? Y'all good? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Happy. Walk by. Right. This, I ran to him and grabbed him and said, yo, tell your pop. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Never right, right. But it was almost like, you know, like seeing a kid that was trying to rap and all that. Or like when people see my son, my son would never do that. That's good. Corby's extremely humble. Nobody would ever come to you and say they, they approached my son and he was arrogant or disrespectful. It never happened. Wasn't right. raised that way. But either way, it is what it is. Like I said, I'm not going to hold him to it again. He don't owe me shit. He maybe didn't know who the fuck I was. Nor do it matter. It's just, you know, just a principle. What do you think nowadays these kids have, you know, like a different code or do they do you think they have a code that they live by period because you know with all this gun violence all this rap like everything you know now popping pills you know back in the days it was a total different um culture of music you gotta look down on if you did oh definitely this culture is definitely different i mean there's no doubt about that but i can't hold i won't just the thing i won't hold him to that situation but just in general yeah niggas yeah just that's what we're talking about disrespectful and, and different nowadays <laughs> um but there, there's that what, 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 what may have happened in that situation is just a matter of being nobody and being popular and being young and getting money you get a little arrogance i'm sure if you would go back in the days with me you might run into somebody and say nah nigga you was arrogant you was feeling yourself you know what i mean so right, i can't right. all that's why i want all the way hold him to the five for that but just in general of youngsters nowadays yeah man these niggas is fucking they they wild disrespectful to grown people and just yeah everybody absolutely so, yeah. so you know we got any questions uh coach lee man you know your boy do man of course i do all so, right come on give it to me <laughs> so you've been in dallas now what's your yeah. go-to spot as far as food like when I go to the go to the metro place i gotta eat here man i love djs okay okay I love over there and get me some food out of there. Uh, been to the Turkey Dam a couple of times. Um, I love uh, Albanese. 
uh, uh, Terry Black Barbecue. It's so many, man. Okay. Gonna, I'm going to keep naming <laughs> these shits. <laughs> I love Chamberlain's because I get to smoke a cigar while I eat. Chamberlain's, if you know about Chamberlain's, go check. There's a couple of spots out there, man. I like in Dallas. I'm, le- I'm leaving out a few, but those are my those are my go-to spots. I'm in Venetti's a lot because I'm old. You know, that's where the, yeah. the old <laughs> hang out. So, um, obviously, you know, you're the, you know, you're the current host on Cheaters. Yes. You no. Know, somebody like myself, born and raised here, you know, kind of grew up watching Cheaters. So, everybody knows Joey Greco. But now, the torch is passed on to you. What do you want your legacy to be as far as the, you know, the face of Cheaters? Just us. Just, I try to do cheaters, you know, the way we would do it. You know how we sitting at home, man. If I was doing this shit, I would say, yo, you want to pull up? If I was doing this shit, I'd never let that nigga talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> My legacy is that was a real nigga, man. He kept it a hundred. He kept it who he was. And, you know, the, Joey Greco's my man. Joey Greco gave me a lot of pointers on how to do green screens. And, you know, normally people, when you go in and you you kind of like doing their job, they like, good luck, nigga, figure it out. I met him. I called him and said, I'm having a very hard time with the show because I never really watched it. I don't know how to do He met with me and had green and had lunch with me and gave me the best advice ever. And I was on go time since then. So shout out to uh, Joey Greco, man. I really... Um, the, the, uh, yeah, the, that'd be the legacy. I did it for us, you know, because you never know, man. We might be one more too. I'm getting ready to start shooting another season. But, you know, people like to switch it up every now and then. But while I'm there, just remember I'm doing it the way we would do it. Appreciate no that. No doubt. Now, they got me using some words I would never use. I ain't gonna <laughs> f- when y'all hear me using them big words on green screen. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, oh, at a teleprompter. <laughs> oh, yeah. This nigga's like, why? Daryl's derelict, dangling, diggling. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> Talk like that, but they held me to the fire. It's like guns, you gotta do the green screen, do it. Everything else. I said, I fuck. <laughs> so I would it's check out your IG page. Because if I said all the shit that they how they want me to say, y'all niggas be that ain't <laughs> I gotta put my foot down and be like, I'm not saying that. They like <laughs> thank you. Hey, you know what? This, they like a lot of the same letters and syllables. So if I say if his name is Daryl. Daryl's daring, diligent, diligent. You'll hear me. <laughs> and it's untrusted. So when you watch cheaters, pay attention to how many times when the, when the name is or something is the same name, how many times I got to use that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll it. Check that pay out. attention to that. I think it's the corniest shit ever, but they make it <laughs> Thanks. Yes, that shit is cool. I've been beefing with them about that shit since I started. <laughs> and well, I say, yo, I'm not saying that. And they be like, Peter, Bobby said, Bobby is cheaters. Bobby owns you. Bobby said he needs you to say that. Bobby put his foot down about two things. Green screen, the blazer, the weather high dress, and using my real name. Those are two things he wouldn't budge from. Wow. Yeah. So but I still run up on people and say, I'm Peter Guns. Peter <laughs> and you still have no and I still slip either. it in there. Yeah. Hey, the black day, the culture, we thank you. <laughs> you know oh, thank so, y'all, man. I appreciate you. Got any yeah. more questions before oh, I yeah, go? No, uh, Thanks for putting your foot down. These DR t- and, and paint these DR streets. Yeah, I got one more question for you in the statement. I get out your ear, man. So Yo. I was checking out your ID, um, 
your IG page. And um, you were speaking about, I think it was a friend of yours that had colon cancer. And you were talking yeah. about the importance of health screening. So right. what do you do when you, you know, at what age would you suggest somebody, you know, start looking into health and things like that? Well, that person I was talking about was Kango from UTFO. He did really? uh, Roxanne, Roxanne. Wow. Yeah. So I, I went to see him a few about. days before he died. I was supposed to spend Thanksgiving with him, but I was in Dallas shooting. So when I got back to New York, I went to see him. And uh, the scary, scary shit is he looked healthy. So this is what I, I, before I tell you what age and all that, I'm going to give you a little backstory. Kango told me, yo, guns, because I'm bro he brolic in shape, he felt like nothing was wrong. So he said that he went to the bathroom and wiped and saw a little blood and thing. He think nothing of it. Maybe a fucking, uh, what they call them shits? Hemorrhoids and shit. He said he kept ignoring little signs because he felt healthy. Nothing felt wrong. Then he said he was watching TV one day and sneezed and, and sharted. You know what I mean? Right. Then he said he went in the bathroom and it was like mucus with blood in his. And then he said, oh shit, I got to go see about this. When he went to see about it, it was too late. It was stage four. Damn. But because he didn't have insurance and he didn't go see a doctor right away, it graduated to stage four. So he said, guns, do not make that mistake. Promise me, promise me you'll go see a doctor. And he and he died three days later. And the next week I went to get a colon screen. And I was uh I was 53. Um, but black men should get him at 45. Y'all hear that, brothers? Good nugget there. And I took, I took, I also took an uh, endoscopy as well. So if you down already while you under, let them go ahead and give you the endoscopy where they go down and look in the stomach as well. Okay. okay. I had some bacteria down there that I take some penicillin for. So you might as well while you under, if you want to ask for the colonoscopy, get the endoscopy. They get the top and the bottom. It's not, yo, I had a long rest in peace K Slay. I did K Slay show and K Slay was like, I'll never do that. Doctor sticking something up my ass and this and that. I swear on everything I love, Casey said that shit to me. Um, it wasn't until Kango told me that story that I said, oh, shit, because I'm 53. But at, at 45, my doctor said African-American men should be in a doctor by 45 getting, getting their uh, colon uh, checked. So, yeah, I, I recommend that to any of my brothers out there that's 45 and above. Go ahead and get it, man. It's nothing. I literally woke up and nothing. They said they found three polyps or two and got them out of there, and the rest wow. was history. Um, yeah. it, I felt nothing, nothing. So if your worry is that you're going to feel something, you know what I mean, that's that's not to worry about. If your worry is you just homophobe, think about your fucking heat, your health, and your kids, your family. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 45, bro. The answer to your, I hate to do a whole long story. Nice. That was another. Hey, you pay good stories, man. Like shit, you uh Picasso of stories. <laughs> yeah, so forty five, my brothers, get that done. No doubt. And here's my statement I said to ask. So, I want to apologize to you on here, man. So I was talking to some friends and uh -huh. you know talking about you know we're gonna be hanging out with you tonight, and everybody told me be careful, man. Peter don't play. Don't. <laughs> it's like he rough and around the edge and stuff. But I want to say, man, this has been a pleasure, brother. No, I thank appreciate you, you, man. It's 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 golden, man. It's golden. I appreciate you, brothers, man. I'm proud of y'all. Keep going and send me this link so I can post it because I want everybody to watch you guys. Y'all do y'all did wonderful. You know what's what's dope about this? What you guys did so far is y'all asked me a lot of questions that people never asked me. People come on and ask me the same questions over and over. 
And none of y'all step on each other. Y'all let each other ask and talk. And y'all let me talk even when I'm over talking. So that's the important thing that y'all don't step on each other. Y'all did y'all due diligence and ask me questions that nobody asked me. And very important questions like the colon thing, the thing about guns against guns. And, you know, and, and uh, I appreciate it. So we had a little fun and a real little real talk. Y'all keep this going. And I'm definitely posting, man. Appreciate that. You know, you know, we're gonna tap in when you uh get out here in Dallas. You know, we'll um but too, you got any questions? I'll be out there next week, man. Wow. I, I need a round, I need a round two, you and Cisco, man. Before you head out, you gotta get out of here. I need a round. You, 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 you won the first one. No, nah, no, nah, you won the first one. I beat the shit out that next yes. you, you, you should be carrying the belt. You should be carrying the belt. He don't but you know what's crazy? This nigga really convinced himself that he won that fight. No, he didn't win that fight. I yeah. fucked that nigga up crazy. <laughs> I, I beat the shit out of Cisco. But, you know, I let him... I, I, listen, the, the crazy shit about me, I was happy he won. I felt like he'd have been depressed. To get beat up and then lose the belt, to, to lose the whole thing, I was happy for him. Listen, but I'm going to say this before we leave. I love Cisco, one of my very best friends. We Man. settled what we settled. We got it in. I said, we ain't going to be friends for three rounds. I got my yeah. shit off, and, and we good. Real talk. That's real talk, man. No real man. Stuff there, man. They don't do that yeah. shit. That's <laughs> what we did. That's how you got to handle it. We'll get in the ring and we'll get it up. Take it out with the gloves. He ran the whole time, but it's all good. <laughs> fact. Fact. He all ran right. from an old skinny man. and should be ashamed of himself. All that shit he talked. <laughs> so, you know, we do got a pretty good sports following. Uh, who's your favorite team? Who's your favorite football team? Oh, man. I'm embarrassed to tell y'all niggas this shit. Oh shit! Wait, no oh, Jets. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hold on, man. Shout out to my guy K. Rob. I love my Jets, man. I love my Jets. I'm. If they win before I go, boy, that's I'd be a bucket list. Go ahead. No, what else? I used to run for uh, play. He'd be running back for the Jets as well. But nah, Jets like fan. Knicks fan, Jets fan. But I'm opposite of every other New Yorker. I don't go for the Giants and all them niggas when my Jets is out. I don't go for Brooklyn when my Knicks is out. I'm different. For real, man. Because right, right. they, they give me a hard time. They, they they shit on my Jets all the time. My second team, I don't normally do second teams in sports. Hey, I was about to say, you leaning on the rails right now. I got you know one. I do. I got one. Y'all going to be proud of me for this one, though. The Saints. <laughs> I got a soft spot for New Orleans, man. I love New Orleans, man. It's my house. You know, I live there for some time. It's my Got family that I love. New Orleans is my second home, so so I got a soft spot for New Orleans. When my Jets is out, I go for the Saints. Well, that is which, how he gonna which, talk is, about now. which is pretty much every year. <laughs> That's all he gonna talk about now. You know, I talk about we, he loves the Saints. Yeah, I love it. I, got, I gotta be honest with y'all, man. Which is pretty much every year. Yes, all bad basketball team, Knicks, baseball team, obviously Yankees. Yes, sir. I'm a Yankee fan. So, you know, before we get you, you know, get you out of here. LeBron right? or Shaq, LeBron, LeBron or Jordan, LeBron. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. No, no. I'm about to say, I'm about to ask, like, you know, your basketball. <laughs> LeBron? I love LeBron James, man. All right. So, this is a big, uh, big thing in every sports group, man. You know, got a lot of people sports. LeBron James or uh, Michael Jordan? LeBron. What? 
Oh yeah, we 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 definitely got to have some debates on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's not a debate. It's not even arguable. I can't argue with nobody. I say they got Jordan first. I, that's not you know. It's not that easy for me either. I, I tomorrow I might say Jordan. It's like it's like Nas and Jay. Tomorrow one day I say Nas, next day I say Nah, Jay. Jay right. put out a record. I go Nah, Jay. Hey. But you know, it's it's one of those things. Those two man, you know, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm I love both of them. It's hardcore. Facts. Michael yeah. Jackson the Prince. I got Prince. Most people think I'm crazy. Yeah, you know, someone in a, really. hey, someone in our chat asked for what what was your crazy Prince story. So uh, when you said that you have that Prince, so I don't have a crazy Prince story, man. Well, no I should, we shook like hands. Oh no, I tell you what, we one. It's a true. This is a true story. Prince came in with Larry Graham into the club after we shook hands, and I got on stage and was rocking, and I was like, Larry. Check out my man. Um, what's my man name? Uh, damn man, my man was on bass. Anyway, he was playing bass, and I was like, "Yo, Larry, check my man out." And Prince said, uh, "That's Mr. Graham to you." <laughs> I was calling the nigga Larry. He was like, "Nah, that's Mr. Gramps." Right. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you was like, "Ah, shit." Uh, so I turned the lights off on me. <laughs> Man, so look, we definitely gonna have you know have your bag, you know, come hang out with us in the studio. Gotta give a shout out to everybody tapped in. We see you, sis, Tasha, James, Maine, Roderick, man. That's our guy right there. He's uh, one of our local rappers, man. Appreciate you tapping. You gotta catch uh, his podcast, but man, we appreciate you uh, tapped in. Before we let you go, how can everyone find you? Yo, I'm on Instagram, Peter Guns One Seven Four. Look for me on that. That's the best place to catch me. That's the only one I really do right now, but uh. I'm about to get into some more stuff, and I'm also working on an album with CL Smooth called The Odd Couple. So look oh. for that. Nice. All right. Yeah, we hear you got some good stuff coming up in Dallas and abroad. So, uh, um, yeah, everyone definitely stay tuned in. Uh, Peter Gunn, y'all already heard where they can find you and follow you at. So uh, appreciate everybody that's tapped in. As you're doing, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. Got my guy, Coach Lee. Yes, sir. Too, and we are live. And Appreciate y'all. Oh, God.